Welcome to Groovy Soup. Groovy. A showcase of music from artists and bands from across Ohio. And your chance to hear something new and local. Here's your host, Paul Holden. Welcome to another episode of Groovy Soup, a show all about the artists and bands of Ohio. I'm Paul Holden, your host and chef of this mashup of melodies, now serving up soup on Sundays. Tonight, you know it's the holiday season and I'm bringing the gifts of brand new music. We have new releases from both our artists tonight and we lead the show off with a track from Rat Dreams. This one's called Sunday Monday.
was Sunday Monday by Rat Dreams. This Ohio folk band spends time rumbling on 33 between Columbus and Athens, bringing their spin to folk and providing the world rat facts and recipes. Well, those two aren't always interchanged. Don't worry about that. Let's learn more. And we got another great group joining us today. We have Rat Dreams joining us. Thank you all so much for your time. Thanks, Paul. Thank you. I have every show start off by having our band introduce themselves and telling us a little bit about what they do. So the floor is yours. Cool. Hey, uh, my name's Will. I am part of Rad Dreams. Um, I'm here with Carrie. Hello, I'm Carrie. Um, we're a we're a band. We're a, like a folk rock, art rock band from kind of based in Columbus and Athens. And uh, we have a new album out. We got to give a shout out too to to our boy Dan, who was going to be in in the Zoom call as well, but Zoom decided it it wasn't going to work completely with us today. No, yeah, but that's exciting. Let's start there. Let's start with the new album. Tell me a little bit about it. Tell me tell me about what you were going for. Just give me give me the lowdown on the new project. Cool. Well, this is our second album, and with we really wanted to approach it like as a as a as a band, like a sort of a full band album. Um, we had our, our first project kind of ended up being a bit of like a solo project that then had like a full band layered on top of it. Mm-hmm. And these are songs that we really developed together. And um, just from the kind of from the beginning, I just really wanted it to be something that you could just sort of feel the space in the room and you could really feel all the sharing that space. 
and try to just do as much sort of together in the same room um, as we possibly could. So that's some, some of what we were going for with the new project. Yeah, absolutely. I'd say, you know, one kind of just, if I had to put a tag on this album, it would be a band album. <laughs> like definitely just a lot of just, you know, um, nods to us jamming together and, you know, being at a group. Yeah. And uh, in December, the name of that new album, and it's available there, uh, raddreams.bandcamp. Uh, that's where you should go and, and check it out there. Um, let's see here. So you mentioned second album, and this is more of a band feel. Does that just mean, you know, it was all from the foundation, from the start of it, every member of the band was was a part of it and built something? Is that what you mean by more of a band album? And in addition to it being more of that band-centered thing, what else did you learn going into this second album versus the what, that you took away from the first album? Well, um, yeah, I was. I would say that's part of the intention was to kind of write songs. Um, so I, you know, I've I've um, do like a lot of the songwriting and, and lyrics writing for Rat Dreams. Um, and some of the intention was, yeah, like I I didn't want these songs just to be sort of already written. And then these are songs that we kind of collab collaboratively wrote in a lot of ways and where, you know, people, these came out of jam sessions. These came out of like, really just like bringing stuff, passing it around, just sort of seeing what different people came up with. Yeah, definitely. Well, like when we would practice, it would kind of bring like a the framework of the song, you know, having, you know, this is the chorus, the verse, yada, yada. And we would all kind of just start playing and see where, you know, what happened out of that. Um, and I feel like that, you know, spirit is in the album, um, just with the way it was recorded. Um, you know, the first album we really, you know, at least from my perspective, like it would kind of just be like me and Will and like his room, you know, for a couple hours just laying single tracks. Um, but with the album in December, um, we were all in, you know, Will's garage together. Um, and we kind of recorded over the series of a weekend. And um, I've kind of like said that it was kind of like the music camp of my dreams because, <laughs> um, you know, we were in, you know, beautiful southeastern Ohio, which is just, you know, one of my favorite places in the world. Um, out in nature and just recording together and playing music together and, um, you know, having bonfires, that kind of thing. I mean, it sounds it sounds perfect. Honestly, I mean, you can't beat, uh, you, you, you can't beat solid weekends uh, playing tunes and enjoying the beauty that is uh, Southeast Ohio. Uh, we're talking here to Rat Dreams, the latest album in December available on Bandcamp. Go check it out there. Ratdreams.bandcamp. Uh, the two songs that we are going to hear tonight here on Groovy Soup, uh, Sunday, Monday and Church Camp number two. Tell me about those songs. Why would you choose to put that, uh, you know, have the, the audience listen to those tonight and just tell me a little about a little bit about those tunes overall um well paul one reason that we chose those two songs is they're just really the only songs on the album that are under five and a half minutes <laughs> <laughs> you know, we like the long jams here too we're not you know we're not afraid of the long jams, but okay, that makes cool, it a little cool. bit more easy jam for the band yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um 
so that was just, I mean, I think, you know, and I think that there's, uh, we, we didn't intend to write, have so many of the songs be so long, but that I think that just really kind of was part of letting these songs sort of live in a group setting, uh, live kind of live among all of us. Um, but yeah, the first song I, uh, we, we mentioned would be like Sunday, Monday. And uh, that there's a, there's a lot to say, I guess, I guess I'll just start by saying, for me, I, I guess I really wanted two things kind of coming into the song. One, I really wanted to create a song that um, I just am a really big fan of Steve, Steve Reich, who's like a the minimalist composer. Um, who, lots of just like very interesting use of rhythm and stuff. And for a long time, I've just been like, if Steve Reich was in a rock band, what kind of part would Steve Reich play? These are like... And so I really, I think that like some of like the instrumentals, uh, at least like where I'm sort of starting things off with, with a guitar. Um, I don't claim to be like a, an accurate interpreter of, of his work or anything, right. <laughs> but that's just, where my, that's just where my brain was. And so I think really trying to find sort of like really a lot of like complexity through repetition kind of was like where I was at with the verse. And I, and then I also really wanted to approach this song and a few other songs this album by like, really emphasizing as much contrast as possible between verse and chorus um, in the, in the songs. Mm -hmm. um, do you have anything you'd like to add about this one, Carrie? Um, I feel like you gave a good gist of it. I agree with what you said. Yeah. What else I like, what another interesting part I think about the like music releasing projects. And, and one of the things I found interesting going through your Instagram is are these kind of like single artworks that are, were released alongside them with the flowers and <laughs> the, the Instagram posts? Tell me a little bit about those. It's kind of a different, oh, yeah. uh, it, you know, cause I always like asking about the, the other art that go, is associated with the music. I like when people do stuff like associating, you know, these cool Instagram posts and things oh, like that. Oh, sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, uh, the both, both Sunday, Monday and church camp number two, we put out as singles before the album. And honestly, one of the reasons to, that we did that was honestly, I just really wanted to design more artwork for this album. Um, I did the, artwork and the photo sorry the photography and the um design for the singles mm -hmm. and yeah just really wanted to basically follow some very simple rules to and to try to just create as much as i could with it mm -hmm. and so like you know all the artwork for this project the background is a solid color there is a picture of a dried flower arrangement <laughs> on it um and uh there's a picture of the night sky or like the evening sky on it and mm -hmm. um and the dried flower arrangements, all of those are just um, in in my home. Uh, my partner Laura um, just had them, just made them all, and just had them all around. And they sort of just like were a major sort of like source of um, I don't know. Just I I just love them, and I and I feel like they've sort of become incorporated into like my life, and just sort of felt like that was like a sort of a touchstone for me visually. Mm -hmm. And um, and then the night sky, just really putting those two things together was just what I wanted, like kind of the, 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 the sort of the rules, I guess, for the artwork. More from Rat Dreams next here on Groovy Soup. This is Groovy Soup on Power 105. This is Groovy Soup on Power 105. Welcome back to Groovy Soup, another track from the new Rat Dreams album in December on the way next. This one's called Church Camp Number 2.
That was church camp number two by Rat Dreams, and we got lots more ground to cover with Rat Dreams, so back to the chat we go. It's 
really interesting. I mean, there's just so much creativity there with between music and just the approach to art and just, you know, because these are unique designs that you're creating. I've, you have influences, but taking pieces from your life that just create these really cool th- pieces of art that I think go really well. The one that's uh, mm. the CD album art looks really cool. The picture of the CD is a, is a really good feel. Mm. This mm. really helps with that folk feel. Uh, mm-hmm. of everything and so my question is and and carrie i don't know if this this also applies to you for other creative outlets you have does what role does music play when you're doing something like that does music ever kind of like blend over into something when you're like designing artwork or creating artwork is there any influence any or anything there or do oh, you think so any sure. of your approaches from like art you know your other artistic outlets and your and you know your design and your and and that creation do you ever do you take that into your anything from there mm. into your approach to music well i when i hear that i think about just yeah how carrie's a dancer um i wonder if carrie has thoughts about thoughts about dance and music mm-hmm. um, yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> um like so you're asking like how um like visual how like the just any other creative outlet, basically, like, do you take any obviously dance and music go hand in hand, but is there something about like the rigorous schedule that you developed from dance, you know, going to dance class or something growing up has helped you be consistent with music, something just along those lines, has it ever carried over or uh, like no pun intended, I guess there, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but just something that I don't know, just something like that, just something that popped in my mind. Yeah, no, that's a fantastic question. I think like one important thing to me as an artist is just that um, I love that the more I learn about an art form, whether it's dance or music or photography or drawing flowers and making bouquets, like the more that I learn about any art form, the more that I realize that there's so little that I know. Um, Like, I feel like even if I listen to an album every day, and I'm sure both of you will relate to this, there's always going to be another album out there that is going to move me. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, even if I take like dance classes for years, there's always going to be like a dance seminar that I can attend and maybe I'll be just completely lost or maybe I'll, you know, see something I've just never seen before. Um, so to me, I just I feel like art just constantly pushes, you know, what we believe is reality and what we believe is possible. And, you know, especially in a time right now when I feel at least for me, like personally, I can feel pretty hopeless a lot of the times living in this, you know, isolating time of COVID with also just a lot of political instability Um, Just like having art, you know, in any way, shape or form to me is just what I cling to every day. Mm -hmm. Just knowing that there's always more out there that I just don't even understand yet. You know, just kind of like the unknown of that. Even if you learn a little bit, there's still always so much more to go. Yeah. Yeah, that's totally. Or you will. Fro, yeah. Well, I mean, I just think Carrie said it really well, just the the way that uh, just just how everything sort of feeds into each other um and i think that yeah i just think that for me art has just become just really a sort of an essential just way of coping <laughs> and right existing. yeah um, i mean and yeah 
especially yeah. nowadays i mean you gotta oh, have, totally. yeah with, yeah with everything right else. which has changed you know like for me like music my music routine used to be like going out to shows mm-hmm. um, right and so i think we've all had to find new ways to keep our routine going without like just falling out of our art um, yeah. but also allowing space to change and space to grieve of that like yeah i am super sad to not have a show saturday night but at the mm-hmm. same time you know like we're still creating other bands are still creating you're still having your radio show like art will persevere no matter what and that does give me hope yeah i mean and that's what you got to hold on to that hope and that's what you got to you got to you got to keep that hope alive and, and you know the thought of one day it'll be better and your routine can mm-hmm. go back to it's never going to be normal again but you can no. go back to shows one day. live music reality yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> live music will be back but we got uh, um we'll get ready to wind things down here with rat dreams uh the new album in december available now also don't miss the music video uh for when it rains uh it pours using some really cool footage here that I love the grain that they have on old, mm. on old footage. Oh well. yeah. Me too. It's awesome. I love the shadow, yeah. the texture mm-hmm. shadowing with film. Yeah. You just don't, it's so rich. It just mm-hmm. adds a whole other like visual layer to it. But yeah. um, what's the best place for people to go to stay up to date with all things rat dreams? Where should they go so they can uh, check out the album and uh, stay up to date when uh, anything new comes up? Um, well, uh, they, we're on instagram we're on facebook instagram i really want to also plug ratdreams.com we have a fun Mm -hmm. uh little text only website and uh usually it's pretty up to date um but and drum roll please (laughs) uh rat dreams has a newsletter oh we have an email (laughs) newsletter and um i think everyone needs to subscribe to this because um, I'm talking food recipes, uh, mm-hmm. playlists, like fun rat facts. Um, definitely sign up for the newsletter. I mean, yeah, we're trying to bring it all to the newsletter. That sounds awesome. I, not you only know, do I Instagram, like... If Instagram crashes tomorrow, you got to have yeah. a plan B. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> exactly. You got to have your home for recipes, rat facts, and playlists. I mean, absolutely. life essentials. It really, it tr- truly is. It truly is. Uh, but uh, my last question here the name of the show is Groovy Soup. I ask you both now, what is your favorite type of soup? Wow. Um, uh, hardest question you've asked on shows. <laughs> Dang. Probably oh, wow. um, what I like to call cupboard soup, where I clean out my cupboard and into, I put everything that is about to go bad in my fridge in a big old pot with some bay leaves and, um, you know, better than boy on. And uh, I don't know. That's just what I call it. <laughs> cupboard soup. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds delicious. I mean, that's a great way to that's a great way to uh to, to clean out the fridge. Exactly. I would say that my favorite soup is um a a recent soup that I've had, a carrot and like ginger with some like spices. I don't know exactly what's in it cuz I didn't make it, but just like a nice sort of like pureed 
just like carrot oh. soup with like a little bit and listen to this part a little bit of tahini lemon Ooh. stuff drizzled, drizzled on top and then toasted chickpeas on top of it. Oh, a little bit of parsley crunchy. yeah man my Texture. new favorite holy smokes that sounds delicious <laughs> Man. Maybe that will be my next cupboard soup. I think I have some carrots about to go bad. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rad Dream's latest album in December available now. Go check it out. But uh, again, thank you both for your time. Yeah, thank you so yeah, much, thank Paul. you, Paul. Up next, more new tunes. Keep it here. This is Groovy Soup on Power 105. This is Groovy Soup on Power 105. Welcome back to Groovy Soup. Paul Holden with you all here. We head to the great city of Cleveland for our next band. They are called Shallowheads, and we got the brand new single from this trio. Well, pretty brand new single. This one's called I Know You Know. That was I Know You Know by Shallow Heads. This Cleveland trio is gearing up for their upcoming album in January, their second album, and they hopped on the line to talk to me all about it. 
Check it out. And today we got another great artist on the line. I should say band. We have Shallowheads joining us today. Thank you all so much. Hey, how you doing? What's up? What's up? I'm doing good. I'm, you know, hanging in there. I think I'm kind of doing the same with a lot of people nowadays. But uh, hailing from Cleveland, Ohio, an alt-indie rock band, Shallowheads, the latest jam I know you know, out on streaming platforms now. And a new album on the way here coming in January. Let's start, though, with uh, everybody introducing themselves and telling us a little bit about what they do. Uh, I'm Owen. I'm the lead guitar, or not lead guitarist, sorry, rhythm guitarist and vocals. I'm Mike. I am lead guitarist. I'm Connor and I drum. <laughs> All right. We got the whole gang here. Three, uh, the, the trio here, Shallow Heads, coming out of Cleveland. And uh, just give me a little bit of backstory uh, b- behind you all. How did you all come together to start playing music? What's your background? Just give me a little bit about the history behind uh, the band. So, it's our freshman year, right? Yeah, freshman year in high school. Freshman year of high school, we uh, all went to my house after like a, I guess, school day, and just kind of jammed in my basement, and it was horrific. And uh, <laughs> I've, I've been the long, I, I've been in the band, and then Owen, Owen was in the beginning. He dropped out because our old singer was a uh, wasn't going too well. Yeah. And um, then we reconnected. And then we got Mike. And yes, yeah, been uh, it's been that ever since we put out so far two albums a single we've come a long way yeah it's, come it's, on, it's yeah, been sure. really good but we've been just going through bases like water we gotta yeah. hold on to one can't uh you know those those bases they i guess they uh they got they got a high a high standard or something i don't know it seems i feel yeah. like bases are the ones that uh they kind of come and go in the bands that i've talked to the hardest to find yeah yeah what is there any reason behind that? Is it just there's less bass players in the world? Like what? What is? The, is there anything like some conspiracy theory behind that? With our situation, we find that especially where we are right now, there's not that many bassists to choose from. And then when we do find a bassist, we either just don't click, or it's just real short term, and then something happens and we break mm-hmm. up. Well, you got to keep rolling, I guess, but and still rolling with uh, at least the, the, the new album uh, coming up here soon. But before we get to the new album, let's uh, let's talk about the, the, the latest single here uh, that the people can uh, check out. But uh, if you're curious about the name of that second album in my head, uh, January 23rd, is that still the date? Still good to go for that? Yeah. Yeah. January 23rd. Uh, I know, uh, you know, available on streaming services. Now, tell me about that track. I'm, I'm assuming we're going to hear that one tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, well, initially, Mike wrote all of the lyrics, and we were jamming one day, just him and I in the basement, and I was writing the opening riff, and I was like, dude, that's like, you. No, actually, we were jamming on it before with all of us, but later, I picked that riff up, and I was like, dude, let's use that, and he wrote some lyrics, because I was having a tough time writing some at the time, and kind of just panned out to be super nice. Nice, nice. And you said that. So this is the latest release. You mentioned that when what was the timeline in between? Is this kind of the first song to come out after that first album that you recorded? Is Has there been a couple of things that have been sprinkled out in between those two? Uh, no, it went from Manoia straight to I Know You Know. Nice. Yeah. Once we uh, released I Know You Know, I feel like that's uh, when we turned a new page as a band and started really just getting really creative, I think. More serious stuff. Yeah, more serious yeah. too. 
what what was it about that song? What was it? Was it was it the song itself? Was it the process of creating it that made you feel like you 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 turned a corner create uh, creatively? What was it about that song that kind of helped you feel like you, you you got to that point? Well, in my personal opinion, I feel like our previous album we had these songs lined up and we've been playing them for like a year and you know we recorded and when we recorded we just played the songs. Whereas I know you know we kind of experimented with it a little bit and. I feel like we all had this vision of what the song would sound like. And then when it came out, it was better than what we envisioned. Because that song really, I think, captures our sound. Yeah. Same with Secret Message. Secret yeah. Message, yeah. All and are. so when you when you start, to, is it when you open yourself up like that, what does it do to like, like you said, you all had a vision for it, but then you, you, you came together to, to work on it. What does, uh, you know, open yourself up to that feedback or, you know, put, uh, you know, being able to poise your ideas mean for you as a, as an artist. Hmm. I mean, to see your like creative side pan out as like an actual material. Yeah, it's pretty did. sweet. Like put it out like in the world, something you made, something you worked on. To be on like and, Spotify, Apple Music is pretty sweet. And to me, it's kind of like, like you have your instrument, but it's not telling you what to play, you know? And then like us three come together and we all create that. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's a cool concept. Mm -hmm. You have the freedom to do whatever you want. It's not, there's no construct. That's I really like that that idea and and, and what you said there about you, you know you have your instruments but you can't tell it what to play you have to play it I think that's a really good it's just it's a simple but I think it's a a good way to look at it as well because like you said you can just have the instrument and you can strum along or whatever but in, unless you start putting into it and really fine tuning and, and working on it you're not going to get that melody that sound that that you really want to hear we're talking to shallow heads here out of uh cleveland the uh, latest single uh available on streaming services and a lot more to come uh here in 2021 i will uh, uh, as well i know you know that's what we were just talking about tell me about music in cleveland obviously cleveland has a deep history of music and i like uh, talking to to our guests here about about you know playing music in their own backyards tell me about playing music in cleveland well it's i've like started off with um there's about I, I only saw cover bands for like the first i don't know like 12 years of my life and then i was starting to, 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 to get to, to get exposed to actual like like original music but the um, gig in Cleveland is pretty sweet because I feel like we have more bands, especially like here than other places because it's more of a, I don't know, it seems to have more of like an RC feel. So everyone's really supportive of, 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 of each other. Like this band, uh, Burning, Bur Burning River. Burning is, River. Yeah, they, uh, they're always fun to play with. Filler too. They're just like, we all kind of, it's like a little support. Everyone's real for each other making music, and it's just a really nice backing because people seem to just go for music instead of like just that specific band sometimes. Mm -hmm. So it seems like from when I've talked to people as well, and my my time in Cleveland was was very brief, but it seems like the area when you go out and play, and and you, it seems like you mentioned that a little bit. People are coming to see the music versus just coming to have a night out on the town. Like the, the music is the event, not so much the it's uh, Friday night and we just want to go out with our friends type of deal. Yeah. More from Shallowheads next here on Groovy Soup. Groovy Soup on Power One Hundred Five. 
This is Groovy Soup on Power 105. Welcome back to Groovy Soup. Paul Holden here, and we got one song left in tonight's episode. This is another one from Shallowheads, and this one's called Back for More. That was back for more by the Shallowheads, and time to dive back into our conversation with the band right now. 
I wish I spent more time in Cleveland, honestly, when I when I was there. But uh, it being, you know, four hours from Athens didn't really make it uh, the, the the simplest of, of trips. But it seemed interesting. I feel like I met more people from Cleveland in Athens than anywhere else in Ohio, maybe Cincinnati. But so now tell me about the process of putting this album together. Like you mentioned the uh, coming uh the first album you came in, you recorded, and then with the the single, you were able to experiment more. Did that experimentation can uh, carry over into the album? I know you probably don't want to spoil too much uh, ahead of the release, but uh, tell me a little bit about that. I think the main difference between this album and uh, Metanoia is we change our atmosphere of where we practice. And I think that just elevated our creativity levels by a lot because before we were practicing in this dirty dungy basement <laughs> and we had to play quiet because up sort of neighbor wasn't too fond of us. And then we came to my house and we can just do whatever we want basically. And I, I think that just opened our ears and our minds to just try new things. And I think we also grew a lot as friends which made everyone more comfortable with each other. So I think that was a main contributor. The huge issue was the drums because like the uh, the basement was just this, like con- was just con- this concrete block. So the drums were just overwhelming. It was total mm-hmm. deafening. So now we have like a it was, like carpet and like, other stuff hang- 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 hanging on the walls to like kind of absorb that sound. So you guys are doing the whole the whole process you, you, yourselves then recording all of that. Is it all all on you? No. No, <laughs> uh, we're recording with a uh, bad racket down on uh, Superior, I think. Nice, nice. But still got to have that uh, the, the creative band space. But I think you're right. Being able to have a space where and it's crazy to think that way, but you got to have that space, especially when it comes to creative things, to just be able to do what you want and do do what you can. And then, you know, there's uh, that's where that's where that breeds that innovation. Then, and you can really try out some some new stuff. And I'm I'm excited to to, to hear it. But when you go through and, and you start approaching a second album, what do you start thinking about? Is it always just like what can we do better, or does it start kind of with what the themes you're trying to tell? Is it is it more of oh, let's do better, or we have something else to say when you're approaching a second album? Thank you. I think it's just for me personally, whenever I write songs, I, uh, I go off how it makes you feel listening from an outside ear. However, that song makes you feel. We all try to collide it together on the album and make a big mash of it. It's a bunch of feelings. That's a good way of putting it. (laughs) So do you, uh, so when it comes to songwriting, is it, is it done by everybody in the band? Um, Lyrics, I write them, but for like guitar parts, we all, we just go back and forth, me and Mike. I've always, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, it's all right. <laughs> I was just going to say, it's always interesting for me uh, as I'm, I'm not a musician myself. So the, how do you even just get started with a song for, for your process does it usually start with the lyrics and then lay stuff over top of that? Or does it kind of go back and forth depending on the song? Um, when I'm writing a song, I'll start with the guitar part. And that first line of the lyrics means the most to me. After that, the lyrics will play off of that first line and tell a story. Uh, 
just that first line of that verse. That's what matters the most to me. It hits, it gets, it hits your heart right away. That first line. Mm -hmm. Anybody else? For me, uh, I don't sing. So what <laughs> I'll do is if I write a song for guitar and I'm just playing guitar, I will track that. I'll track the rhythm and then I'll put down like a basic melody of what I think the lyrics would sound like in my head with my guitar. And then if I do like write lyrics, I'll try and write it according to that melody to try mm -hmm. and make it fit. But if not, usually I'll just bring whatever I have into practice, play it, and then own will write lyrics over and then fine tunings here and there and it becomes a song. Mm -hmm. Does it change your approach to music at all that you're that you don't sing? Is, is it do you kind of think of music differently or think of just like your practice sessions differently because you, you don't sing? Uh, I think for me, when I look at my guitar, uh, a guitar is something I want to be the very best at. Like I want to do the best practice, the most concepts, all that, yada, yada, yada. But I think when it comes to guitar music, I think of trying to like, speak through your guitar in a way mm -hmm. rather than sing because i don't sing my voice is really bad when i sing <laughs> so i leave that up to own but for guitar i try and create whatever sound is in my head with my guitar i like that approach and i like that mindset too and i, and I think that's a it's a cool and creative way to think of it of, of speaking through uh the guitar here shallow heads couple more questions uh we're gonna wind things down here uh Make sure go check out Shallowheads there uh, on streaming services, and that leads in perfectly into my next question. Actually, uh, what's the best place for people to go to stay up to date uh, with all things with the band? Where should they go so they can make sure they're they're catching that that upcoming album, the latest singles? Where should they go? The Instagrams and uh, yeah, pretty much just just uh, Instagram, and then our our music's on Spotify too. Yeah, it's just Shallowheads, uh, all one word. There, the uh, second album in my head coming on January and I know you know you heard it here on Groovy Soup but also available on streaming services before I let you go my last question here the name of the show is Groovy Soup I ask you all now what is your favorite type of soup oh man is, um, is, is chili soup I've, I've allowed chili so chili chili has gotten a pass chili all the way for sure a specific chili are you just just like traditional chili or do you have one in mind I don't know. I've had I've had some. I had this turkey white bean chili with hey, that was killer. But you know, like traditional beef chili, it's also good. So whatever it is, both of those. Sound good. Um, I would say, um, <laughs> I like I like a a nice duck noodle soup. <laughs> duck noodle. That's the first time I've heard that one. Yeah, it's uh. There's this Thai restaurant in Lakewood. Oh, the Thai kitchen, and they have it, and I, I recommend it. I recommend it. Duck noodle soup. That sounds good. I would go for the classic wonton soup. Wonton soup is easily one of my favorite soups. I'm a classic guy. Chicken noodle is my favorite. I know it's boring, but it's just so good. And <laughs> you can't go wrong with it. You can. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's 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 not the most exciting. It's a little boring, but I, I, I'm a that's a classic. I'm a sucker for. But Shallowheads, uh, thank you all so much for your time. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank you.
That's going to do it for this episode of Groovy Soup. Big time thanks to Rat Dreams and Shallowheads for joining the show tonight. Be sure to follow along with the bands on their social media pages. And if you or your band is interested in the show, shoot me an email, pholden at wxtq.com. That's P-H-O-L-D-E-N at wxtq.com. Check out every episode of Groovy Soup streaming on your favorite streaming platform. And until next week, I'm Paul Holden, signing off. <laughs>